Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy, druids. In cars. Going to festivals. What is orange, Michael? (laughs) (laughs) What sense do you want to know about? What sense do I want to know about orange? (laughs) (laughs) Orange is the edge of the light. It's the place where things filter through in order to become something different. Like red or yellow? <laughs> like red or yellow. <laughs> you see where I'm going. Dear listeners, it is now after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still driving. <laughs> Harvest nights is a long way from Ohio. <laughs> The slap happy button got pushed. Yeah. That's what happens when you talk about time people with train tracks. Let's talk about trance. In our state? Sure. We're Why in, not? We're in an excellent state to talk about trance work. Why do you think we do trance and what do you use it for? Well, I think that we do trance because it's awesome. First, it is awesome. And I mostly use it to stop thinking about other things. It's probably the best way to put it. I like the high from it. It is certainly the best high you will ever have. And it's less dangerous than most drugs that can get you high too. Yeah. But I like I like the feeling of being entranced. I like the feeling of of being in a place where where my body goes from feeling like my physical body to feeling like it's tilting and spinning to no longer being there and having me be only in my journey body. Like I really like that feeling. It feels a little bit like you're on the tilt-a-whirl, physically. But not that nauseous. But mentally, you're around the Ferris wheel, hanging out. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I'd put that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would go tilt-a-whirl. Well, maybe I'd go tilt-a-whirl yeah, as, opposed to, as opposed to teacups. Uh, okay, maybe teacups. I could go with teacups. <laughs> I could definitely go with teacups, too. Both of those are, I think, adequate descriptors of what can happen to your physical body in trance. Yes. Um, But it's not a terribly terrifying sort of dizzy. It's just, 
oh, look at all the things I can see from up here. <laughs> yeah, which is where the Ferris wheel comes in. Yes. And oh, look at all the things I can see from down here. Which is where the Ferris wheel comes in. Exactly. You see where my <laughs> metaphor's going. <laughs> um, no, but I like I like the feeling of trance. Like, yes, I, I enjoy the the imagery and the knowledge and the, the insight that I get from it, but I also just really like the feeling of being entranced. It is pretty cool. I'm a, a huge fan of it as well. And I try not to use it just to get high. Because, you know, one should never use things just to get high, I tend to think. But it's certainly a nice feeling. And when your tools feel pretty cool... Yeah, well, well when you them. get the, the dopamine kick from it, I yes. mean, it it's good. And, and especially because then you bring back things that are good, too. So you get the, the immediate... Uh, gratification as well as the sustained and delayed gratification. Yes. And it can change the way that you feel and think for the whole day. Yeah. Or the whole night. I would say, though to be fair, I normally do trance work in the evening. Yeah. Mostly because I don't come out of trance very well. No, you don't say. <laughs> I don't come out of trance very well, and so if I do really, really deep trance work... In the mid-morning, I am likely to be slightly entranced the whole day. I can see that. Taking a nap or falling asleep will help clear that from a person. So, if you if you only have time to do trans work in the morning, it's good to get up early, then go back to sleep for a little while, and then get up and go about your day. That's probably true. Something to, like, solidly ground you out. Yep. And breakfast, too. Eating is good. Drinking is good. Um, drinking water is good. Well, that's what I meant. I know that's what you meant, but this is clarification. <laughs> okay. Maybe some orange juice. All good. Non-alcoholic is best. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. Uh, some people at one point told me, you should ground yourself out. Go take a shower. Which I get because it's very tactile, but for me... Water. Water. <laughs> and being a devotee of Poseidon and having him, like, one of his main roles in my life as in that patron role is for trance work. And then having me go ground out by taking a shower was just, like, the opposite of what I needed to be doing. <laughs> no, it could have been better. They could have told you to go dip your hands in salt water. Um, well, people do do that. They I say know they, do. they say go hold some salt; it'll help. And I'm like, it helps most people maybe, but for me, the salt is a direct link to the deity I work with for trance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just trying. You're, you're playing too hard here. It, it's. Don't know what to tell you. What can I say? I like it. Yeah. Take naps instead. It works way better than retrancing yourself. Naps are pretty gratifying. They are. We should do more of them, just in general, across the board. I still want to write that ritual where the deed of the occasion is to hypnose, and the working is we all take a nap. I mean, I'm totally down with it. 
but not at 12.05 at night. Correct. We are not doing that ritual right now. No, because I'm still driving. You are still driving. I'm really glad that I'm not driving right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's a good method to get you into trance? Um, sonic driving is probably the best one. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> stop it! <laughs> if you want me to stay up with you and keep you awake while we're driving, you cannot put me in trance. <laughs> Especially right now when all of my, like, I'm sleepy, so, like, the inhibitions go down, and I would, I would drop into trance so fast right now. I need to not look at all the lines going by because they're... They're like visual sonic driving right now. They're a little bit slower than 210 per minute, but not by much. <laughs> not by too much. <laughs> um, but no, so sonic driving is a really good way to drop me into trance. Um, it, I've specifically worked with the 210 beats per minute to, to use that as a trance trigger. Um, so not only does it generally work, it also like specifically is a thing that I've used. Um, that's the one that works best. How about you? Obviously, sonic driving as well. Auditory confusion is excellent, where you have one earbud in one ear and one earbud in the other ear, and they are from attached to different MP3 players. I like auditory confusion. A lot of people hate it, and it makes them irrationally angry. I mean, I understand that too. But man, is it cool for me. I like it a lot. It's like your brain cracks in half, and then you hit trance in the middle of it. That is an accurate description. <laughs> I like focusing on flames and things like that. Yeah, I can do that. That works out really well for me. Um, I have had some success, but not a lot, with exertion and exercise. Dance has been good for me in the past. Um, ecstatic dancing See, when I've done ecstatic dancing, it's been on accident. Like, I've never intentionally tried to go into trance by dancing, but there have certainly been instances where I have been dancing and gotten slightly trancey, and then embraced it, and just gone with it, and let myself drop in. Yeah. My bell branch is good for that. It's good for drawing on trance. I can't do exertion or hunger or sleep depth. I probably could actually do sleep depth. Um, <laughs> as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm really tired and I'm going to fall into trance. But yeah. mostly I just get tired and angry or hungry. No, angry and, and tired. Yes, tired and angry. Fasting doesn't do a lot for me either. I mean, it's beneficial, but mostly the process of denying myself things doesn't tend to result in positive net change. Yeah. It can create focus, but it doesn't create trance, and it doesn't really make me... It doesn't do anything for me magically or spiritually, really. Exercise is really grounding for me, so, like, that that's kind of the opposite of what I'm looking for if I'm trying to go into trance. So exercise would not be a good, like, heavy exertion. I don't think would work well for me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, deprivation of, like, food or anything like that would just make me angry, I think. Yeah. It's not fun to be hungry. Yeah. No. Uh, there's lots of different ways to get in the trance. Not everything works for everybody, as we've just discussed, 
and sometimes you'll find the thing that works for you right out of the gate, and sometimes it takes a long time to yeah. figure out what's going to work. you got to try a bunch of different things. It's part of why Trans 1 and Trans 2 in our uh, ADF study programs are have like nine or ten different ways to achieve trans that it suggests. You know, body piercings, like what Kirk does, like the, the hangings and stuff, would probably work for me. I don't really have any desire to try it. Yeah, suspensions. Suspensions and stuff yeah. like that. Um, flesh hooks and things. It would probably work for me. I don't have any desire to try it, though. Well, I suspect it would work for me, too, but I don't need to try it either. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, I suspect drugs would work for me, too, but I don't need to try them either. I don't want that loss of control. Yeah. Sensory depth. Uh, sensory depth works really well for me. Yeah, that works. I, I had never really tried that up until uh, uh, I did some work, and I was surprised to find out how well it worked for me. I um, had the opportunity to do a float tank. Yeah. Where, you, I mean, okay, so A, I'm laying in a bowl of seawater. A. Again, yeah. back to the Poseidon and trance and sea and salt. Um, so I'm laying in a bowl of seawater in the dark, and you're buoyant, so you can't feel like any weight. So you've lost that touch, and it's and the water is body temperature. So like you literally cannot feel anything once you've been in there for a few minutes, and it's dark, so you can't see anything. And um, I had like very slight white noise headphones in so I couldn't hear anything and most of what I could smell was the smell of salt water <laughs> so I could smell stuff but it was very trans inducing for me um, so the experience of being in a float tank was amazing so that sensory deprivation is like works really well for me I think one of the things about trans is that when I do trance work, there's always a point at which I feel like I'm terribly uncomfortable. And, like, I have to shift or I have to move or I have to do something. And I have found that if I push beyond that, and it's only when it's, like, a slight discomfort, not something that's going to, like, cut off circulation or something like that, but... Like, you have to itch your nose or something. You have something. to itch your nose or move your toe or whatever it might be. But if I, if I ignore it, if I relegate that to, I'm not going to do that now kind of space. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it. Then the entire experience kicks in as soon as that nose stops itching or that toes stop needing to, to twitch or whatever it is, that's when the experience kicks in. It's just on the other side of that, when it's out of mind and it's no longer holding to my consciousness. You know, and I suspect that that is what um, the reason that we sometimes push for this quiet mind meditation yeah. is because that teaches you to ignore those little things. And so then if you take that skill and you apply it to trance work, when you ignore those little things, if you can get to the other side of them, that's where trance lives. Yeah. Yeah. Trance lives somewhere beyond the physical. That much is clear. It's tied up tightly to the physical. 
because mind and body are not that terribly separate. And religious experience is directly tied to the body. Right. I think. And so the, the experience of your body plays into that transporting. Your body is what creates the, um, the chemicals in your brain that make you feel like you are in trance. Yeah. Um, but when you can push yourself out beyond what the physical is giving you and out into the mental, out into the spiritual that's where the trance really kind of kicks in. Yeah, for me, I would also say that, that it is similar when I move past the point of the slight discomforts um, and ignoring those. Um, for me, the next step is this feeling that my body is crooked or that I'm spinning or that my center of balance is gone. Tilt-a-whirl. <laughs> Tilt-a-whirl, yes. And then when that feeling goes away, that's how I know I'm in trance. Yep. Like, that's kind of my, like internal check is that I felt like I was spinning and now I'm not and I'm seeing things like that is my that's now, the first now I'm on the Ferris wheel yes yeah so I think that I have kind of a, a similar feeling I know I have a similar feeling we just talked about that earlier but um, it's very clear to me that practice helps with it as well so knowing how to get yourself into trance. And I don't think that trance is a truly repeatable phenomenon. I think that no matter how good you get at it, no matter how often you, you work at it or how deep that work goes, I think that sometimes you're going to fail to get into trance. Yep. And that's okay because spiritual experiences are not meant to be had on demand anyway. Right. And so you should expect to occasionally not get there. Even if you have done everything exactly the same and in exactly the right way. It's like baking. Yes. <laughs> you may have all the ingredients and all the right points and and the circumstances appear to be exactly the same. And sometimes it just doesn't turn into an edible product. Yep. Or sometimes it's edible but underproved. <laughs> Overbaked, underproved. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be overbaked in trance. It's really not good. No. No, you don't. But I, I think that's a, a very important thing to know and a very important thing to talk about is that you don't always get where you expect you're going to go, and that's okay. Yeah, well, and I would say that especially, like, coming from you and I, who are both, I, I would say, are very experienced trance workers, um... Sometimes it still doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, every so often I'll be like, no, no. It's just not happening today. <laughs> not going there. And that's cool. I can do something else. I'll check my email. I'll do something <laughs> lame like that. So, um, do practice. Do work at it. It's amazing as an experience. But also don't beat yourself up if you just can't get there right away. Or if you can't get there even if you were there just last week or just yesterday. Sometimes the circumstances are different. Sometimes you can't tell what they are. But it's always worth a shot, I think. And making sure that you're able to ground yourself and making sure that you're able to do the work. Those are important as well. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and there's more to come. 
We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids and Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.